there was so much doubt creeping in from other people and you can feel when other people are kind of like, what's he doing? Or, uh, it's not really working out instantly. It's like nothing in life works out right away. The One More Time Music Podcast. Genuine conversations with genuine people about music. Hosted by Henry with a three and Playback Ben. We're from Bimo Coops to Pins Off. Some more distance so party one more time. Party one more time. Party she like one more time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back for another episode of the One More Time Podcast. <laughs> it's another Thursday. God bless do I love this day. Thursdays. I'm your host, Playback Ben, here with my co-host. Henry with the three, a.k.a. the Trap Jack Black. Is that going to be your go forward? You've used that a couple times in a row now. It's definitely the current thing. Okay. Just maybe keep it fresh, you know? I like it right now. Okay. It's not old yet, bro. That's fine. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> Who do we have here, Henry? Welcoming in on the 24th 24 episode. It's the Kobe year. Of Kobe one more time. R.I.P. R.I.P. Yes. Kobe. Welcoming in on the 24th episode, Canadian singer, songwriter, Robin Thicke. Robin Thicke. Man, we've had some superstar guests. Exactly. Last week, Podcast is blowing up. Last week was Avril Lavigne. <laughs> this week is Robin Thicke. It's we've like, had oh, some man. really good uh, folks on, it's the, the hair. on the podcast. It's the hair. It's very nice. Hair. I just showered, so. There you go. <laughs> As one should. In you know. in all seriousness, we have producer, mix engineer, recording engineer, extraordinaire, mileage. Yes, sir. Mileage. Mileage is here. It's mileage. Good. We appreciate you coming on the podcast, man. Thank you guys it's, for having me. We it's do. been a long time coming because we've run in the same circles. Different artists you've worked with, Henry's actually worked with. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've put people on to Henry and been like, oh, you got to work with Henry. And yeah. There you go. Like, we with, didn't even know each other. Without, like, oh, ha- without even having met. Yeah. We're going to dive right in if you're ready. Let's do it. So, dive. you are born and raised in Savannah, Georgia. That is correct. Shout out Savannah. Yeah. Shout out Savannah. I just want to start out too, with, baby. I just, yeah, I just want to start out with, like, what is the Savannah music scene like? I don't know. It's kind of hard to, like, describe it. Seems um, like it would be. It's very. Very small, uh, kind of one-laned. Everyone's kind of trying to do the same kind of thing. What is there like a specific genre or something that is common there? Or uh, I don't know. To me, it was like a mix of like Florida rap mixed with the Atlanta stuff. You know, because we're kind of in between both yeah. of those mm-hmm. things. So I think a lot of artists are drawing inspiration from both of those kind of things. But um, I don't know. Just like a lot of people, it feels like a dead end road because you're just like, oh man, you're looking at Atlanta and the Atlanta scene, and you're like, okay, I know, I know what I can do up there, but when you're stuck in Savannah, you're kind of just like, ah, I can only do so much because you can feel that there's a peak in a plateau. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously that reflected off onto me real quick. Yep. yep. Probably and within like a year of working. Yeah. Oh, wow. Quickly. And, and I was like, ah. So you end up going to SCAD, which is yeah. in Savannah. For those that don't know, Savannah College of Art and Design. Mm-hmm. From Atlanta, we heard people, you know, go there and it seems like so artsy fartsy. Is that... <laughs> Like, oh, yeah. Is it as artsy fartsy as it sounds? It definitely is, but I think it's still one of those things. It is how you make it. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. you can make it as artsy fartsy or whatever. As, as Did you, you make it artsy fartsy? I played lacrosse there, so that definitely okay. made it to where we were like the frat group of yeah. everything. But yeah. still, it's like the hair. I had like it. a yeah it's, yeah, it's the Robin Thicke hair, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was a good blend of of kind of like best of both worlds to me. So at least like the sports aspect, I had that you know kind of fraternity kind of feel and all that stuff and. Um, you know, but then as far as academics, it was very avant-garde art school. Like, yeah. Oh, like what were you is, studying? I studied sound design there. Okay. So you, four years. so you did study sound design. Did yeah. you know, like going to SCAD 
that you a wanted to study that and b that you wanted to be in music is that like why um, you went there i knew i i had an interest in sound design but i didn't know that that's like what i was for sure gonna do yeah. so my dad's a graphic designer and he does um printing stuff and all kinds of other like multimedia kind of things and um my brother's a photographer my sister's a interior designer and my other sister's a lacrosse coach so like this whole like three wow. of y'all went to scad right yeah um and then my other sister she you were went, a scad fam it just ran in the family the genes are strong yeah, yeah it was family strong the, artsy the arts, fartsy genes exactly yeah. but it's with like mixed with a little dash of lacrosse score, yeah it's yeah, like exactly. all right we gotta we gotta like split it in between yeah um, did you finish the degree yeah, so I did all four years. Um, and I guess like the the thing a lot of people like get confused is like, oh, it's like SAE or it's like other schools. I'm like, no, I had to take art history and mm-hmm. I had to take painting classes and yeah. like all these other sculpture things. I'm just like, why am I in this class? Or like, yo, this is not what I came here for. Like, I'm just trying to make music. You so know? that leads to what I was what I was getting at. People that finish like SAE and places like that, I love to ask, was it worth it? For me, I definitely agree and definitely think it was. Just because it's like it opens your mind up to so many more things as opposed to just studying music for six months at SAE or for mm-hmm. a year or whatever. And like, again, there's no shame on people that go to that school or anything. But for me, it was like I love being challenged in all these different kind of ways. And, um, you know, again, for me, it was a degree in sound design. It's not just in like music production. It's, you know, for all the stuff on movies and video games yeah. and that kind of stuff. Like there's so much more than, you know, like what you would expect. Um, a little more versatile. Still, it's like. Yeah, and the, and the way they spread it out, though, it's like, mm, I probably could have learned it all in, like, two or three years, but it's nice that you're getting, like, bite-sized pieces of everything, and, you know, it's manageable, and you can, like, actually have a life outside of it as well. And then did you yeah. make any, like, connections or meet any people that you, that benefited you still to this day? Yeah, know? absolutely. Um, but the craziest part, no one in the music industry. Wow. the whole thing with the scat well, stuff Well, no, is you like, met Reed. I mean, yeah, like... Shout out like, Reed. Oh, shout, shout out Reed, out Willie. Reed. Heck yeah. <laughs> Don't, don't forget Shout about Reed. Reed. No, I'm like, yeah. So like we had a very small niche musical group. But yeah, you guys were like using and abusing your parents' house. Oh, yeah. Like. Dude, I mean, because where else? It's like. I know, but it, but it's like. There was no other. I, I was hearing stories about like, I mean, you were having sessions there. The whole shebang. The whole shebang. You were having like film shoots. <laughs> you were shooting like movies there. We shot like there. a yeah, student film there. Yeah. Shout out mom and dad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, parents, parents are real ones. Paint, for that. Real paint ones. us the picture of like your first recording setup. Uh, really, uh, I had like an the old egg cartons on the wall. No, luckily, luckily, yeah, I didn't. Bro, no, no room treatment at all. My yeah. bed was still in there, um, in my bedroom, and I had like an old, kind of like have you guys seen like a painter's easel, yeah. like a wooden painter's easel? So it was like a mix between that and a desk, mm. and I don't know, it was just something we had in our shed and. Mom was like, "Here, you can use this." I'm like, uh, "Okay, whatever." Like, it doesn't matter. I'm like, "Can I put? Can my laptop fit on it? You yeah. know, and can my little Scarlet Focusrite fit on that?" Shout out Focusrite for that one. Shout out Focusrite. <laughs> I think that's like everyone's starting interface for but, sure. The um, blue one, right back in the day, because now they're red. Mine was red. Oh, you got the yeah. red one to start. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'm. You're dating. I guess yourself, I'm younger you? than you. Yeah. yeah I'm like, so. oh, yeah. How old are you? Uh, 24. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Let's see. I'm, Young whippersnapper. The, the blue one, though, I'm like, that's dope. I didn't even know they had a blue one. Before they were called Scarlet. <laughs> I would have chose that. You're that way. old. You had the blue focus light. See, we focus can get a right. whole other podcast going Just on. Just about the focus the light. The sounds. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. But like, so you had like the closet booth, right? Oh, yeah. And. I mean, it was like, all right, you just go in the closet. My clothes are in there. And yeah, but you were like <laughs> having rappers. Like, yeah, but you were like having rappers pull up. Dude, every day, yeah. And <laughs> at least like and yeah, your I swear, parents four were, or five people a day. It was Yeah, I mean your parents said like they'd see the car pull up. 
a cloud of smoke would, you know, <laughs> sure. exit or they'd the, be like sitting exit outside the their car. Whip. And yeah, I think everyone in my neighborhood's like, what is this kid have going on? Or like, yeah. I think I my whole neighborhood probably thought I was selling drugs and just like mm. she'd be texting not, like, you. Qu- yeah. Selling drugs is a quick thing. It's not like someone comes over to your yeah, house for, for like four hours, four or five hours. Yeah, yeah. And, she'd be texting you like it's midnight. Like they gotta they fucking gotta go. go. <laughs> yeah, and my parents' room was right below them too, so they were like, "Oh, that guy's song sounded good." Or oh no, man, they're like oh, they were like one. tapping into unreleased, yeah, like, like oh, Savannah okay, rapper like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's epic. yeah. So shout out to that. That was awesome. That's but yeah, you were like filming. You know, like I said, you know, videos there. You were doing. And sound design for a class project for a movie yeah. or something, right? Uh-huh. And That's everyone dope. was like fucking around, but you were like, "No, guys, I'm like, we gotta." If, if like, I'm doing this, like, yeah, because I'm serious. So oh I, yeah, I mean, like, you seem to have this like culture about you of like anything you put your name on, like. That's your I got it. That's, yeah. that's your brand. Yeah. And I'm not just going to, uh, I'll just do it just because. It's yeah. like, I don't know. Obviously, I've, we've all done that before. I'm sure we're, sure. you're kind of just like, oh, uh, sure, I'll do something. But if I'm kind of iffy on the jump, mm, just not gonna doing get, it. Yeah, you're going to get a terrible, mm-hmm. terrible version of me or whatever. It's just like, it's not going to be it. Yeah. So I have to always be like, all right, this is something I'm really going to do because, you know, why put it, why put your time into something that you don't really yeah, love? Yeah, so do you think you carry that? Like in, into today, as far it's as into like, everything, it's yeah. into like even the color. I you know color shirt. If I don't love that color shirt, I'm like oh, I'm not gonna wear it. Or you know like the the dumbest of little things. Like I have to You're be like all in. Yeah, all in or not. Yeah, at all. All in or all out. There's that's, yeah. There's no in between. That's interesting. But yeah, so you kind of felt you know you were doing music. You were like just hanging around music people. You were having rappers obviously come record, but still in Savannah. Mm-hmm. You kind of felt like you hit a ceiling. Oh yeah, I would say. I mean, Very you kind of soon. alluded to it before that, like Savannah. You know, you're kind of looking north to Atlanta, or you're looking south to like Miami, Miami right? Yeah. You know, whatever's going on, but not you're not looking left and right here in, exactly. in the city of Savannah, and I think, right? Too like it's nothing against Savannah, and like I still have friends and stuff that are there still to this day, and there's nothing against the city, but to me, growing up there my entire life, and then going to school and living with your parents at home, it's like. All right, something's got to give. You got to yeah. get out. Like, yeah. ugh, I Give me need, the fuck out of here. Yeah, and I don't know. It's just like, too, you need, I don't know. We always like go back to like, to me in English class, like thinking of the hero's journey thing of like, oh, the, the hero has to leave home and kind of mm-hmm. like go take on like an unknown place or whatever. And like, to me, Atlanta was that unknown place. I'm like, oh, I visited there for Braves games and- um, shout out the Braves! For, shout out the Braves! Yeah, Let's, I, I'm trying to get to the World quick. Series right now. Yeah. What is going on? I'm like, oh man, we better make it. We yeah. won't. Uh, <laughs> don't say that. I'm like, no. I've lived in Atlanta too long to count on Atlanta sports teams. Atlanta and, fans, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Patriots and Falcons. We don't talk about oh. 28 to three anymore. <laughs> so, so you make this decision to move to Atlanta. Yeah, exactly. Like, and you, you were open about like, I'm going to go try and make this music thing happen. Yeah. Because I think really it was like, I'm kind of caught at a crossroad with like, all right, I just studied the sound design thing for four years. Am I just going to throw that away? Was that for nothing? You know, that's a valid argument where it's like, Oh, what what was the point in that? And, um, you know, still to this day, it's like, I use little things I learned within that and I was staring at Pro Tools for four years. So it's like, all right, that definitely translates into it, but shout out Logic still. Shout out Logic. <laughs> I was like, I would I never, Logic guy. I would never produce on Pro My Tools. My man. My man. And I think anyone that produces knows like, nah. Don't do it. Don't produce on Pro Tools. He so gets it. But yeah, I mean, anyways, I just, I knew that, all right, I, music's the one thing that has always been there for me. 
Like I might as well go for it. And obviously it's like a daunting thing of like, oh, you're just going to go try and be, you know, the next Diplo or the next Murder Beats or whoever. Like, you know, I'm kind of caught in between at the time of like, oh, EDM or rap music. Or Interesting. Like the 1975, like pop music or that, like what, what am I going to do? I have no idea. But, um, you know, I knew the whole sound design thing was only going to happen if I moved to L.A. Um, and I have friends that work for Adult Swim in Atlanta and stuff too. And they're working on the Rick and Morty thing and all that stuff. And nice. still, it's like, that would be amazing. And I'd love to do that stuff. But to me, I'm like, oh, but I don't want to just do music on the side. I'm like, no, I want to do music every single day. Cause I've already like had a preview of that and what it was like, yeah. um, working with the artists in Savannah. And I'm like, I love it. It didn't matter that the artists I was working with, you know, they're not famous or they don't have a blue check or like whatever, all that dumb stuff. It's like, this is what gave me life. So it's like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to stick with that as opposed yeah. to, you know, trying to just settle to do, oh, well, I guess I'll do film stuff because I studied it, you know? So I'm glad I kind of like turned against that way. Um, and I actually like, whenever I moved up here too, I worked at a sound design company for like a week or two and <laughs> instantly was just like, no, nah, I can't do it. <laughs> Cause I saw, I saw like how it was going to go. Yeah. Like, what were you doing can... there? Like, what was the the job? Um, so I literally, I was just helping, uh, like, you know, kind of be a runner for them, but, uh, editing like some background sound effects and, um, but, but not designing your own sounds. Yeah, not yet, but still I was like watching the other people kind of do their stuff and I'm like, Oh, okay, this is dope. And it was like a really small firm. Um, they get a lot of stuff done pretty much everything from Turner turns to them, probably like six people that work there. Yeah. Um, and it was a really inspiring environment, but still for me, I was like, Oh, what am I doing? And in the meantime, I was still interning at two other recording studios and I'm seeing that, that life and I'm like, Oh, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. You know? Did, did people doubt you when you, you know, wanted to move from Savannah? I'm like, dude, people, people doubt you all the time. Like if people aren't doubting you, you're probably doing something wrong you mm-hmm. know, or you're not doing anything at all. So it's like, all right. Um, but I think the best part is like a lot of people were kind of like, Oh yeah, duh. Like that makes sense. That's your next move. Cause they knew what are you still doing here? As soon as I graduated from SCAD, I was like, all right, let's go. Like it's time. Um, and you know, I spent, uh, I spent the month from June to July, 2019, just kind of figuring it out, like the next move and applying to studios, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, once I had that solidified, I was like, all right, let's just, let's just go for it. Um, and then introduce Reed. Luckily I like texted, I like had this, um, kind of like pre-save message that I typed out and texted all my clients that I was working with at the time. Um, and I sent it to Reed and he's like, dude, I've actually like been thinking of moving up to Atlanta too. And, and I was like, let's run it. Like, let's, let's go. go, let's do it. So literally, you know, we just packed up our stuff and, and moved up here. So once again, you know, shout out Reed for all that. Cause it's crazy that, you know, we took that having no idea like how things would come out. And now I'm like looking at my life just being like, man, this, this is crazy. It's probably nice to have someone to kind of go through it with too. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know? Well, no, I was going to ask you that, that question exactly as far as like, you know, new city, you got this dream of like making it in music. Mm-hmm. What were some of the first, you're like, what do you do? Right. You like, yeah. Well, okay. I'm, I'm here. here. Yeah. I'm here Physically now. I'm, here, yeah. bro, it's I'm little, in yeah. an Atlanta apartment or like house or whatever you exactly. did. Exactly. Like, yeah. But you know, so you mentioned you go straight to the, the Rolodex and like just hitting people up and you know, and then you obviously got an and internship like, at a couple out, places, like, right? You just got to go Rolodex. Places. I'm sorry. You're showing your age with that one. I know. I was like, I was like Rolodex. what? Uh, Siri, what is the definition <laughs> yeah. of a Rolodex? Like what? <laughs> really though, what is a Rolodex? I'm like, I don't He's 24, know. man. He doesn't know what a fucking Rolodex We don't have time for that mileage. <laughs> all right. All right. Next time. Moving on. Moving on. That's no, a behind but, the scene blooper. But, but so yeah, give us some, some tips. Cause you obviously, you know, came in here, 
you know, with a, a hustler attitude, you're going to make Absolutely. this shit happen. But like what, tactically for people that are like, what would you literally, tell someone? Yeah, like if someone's sitting thing. in a Savannah like town, that's like, fuck, like I want to move to Atlanta. I want to move to LA. I want to move to New York. Like, well, what do they do when they get there? And you can tell them, you right can tell there. them right in that camera yeah, tell them here. Like, this is the, um, this is the Instagram reel predicting. Yeah. This is a post. drum roll. This yeah. is a post. This is All great. Right, so <laughs> honestly, yeah, I think to me, the best thing was just keeping yourself and kind of like you want to have that outside influence of, you know, friends supporting you and that kind of stuff. But at the same time, it's just like, I don't even need to like listen to any of that stuff because there was so much doubt creeping in from other people. And you can feel when other people are kind of like, mm, mm. what's he doing? Or, uh, it's not really working out instantly. It's like nothing in life works out right away. You know, you have to like have that patience and kind of stick it out and, Maybe you have to intern at the studio for a year. Maybe it works for you in six months. Maybe it works three months for this guy. It's like I'm looking at all these situations of like kind of how things have panned out for people. And it really messes with your head because you're just like, man, why isn't it happening to me? Or like, what did I do wrong? Or am I not good enough? And, you know, there's all this like self-doubt that creeps in. It's like I have enough self-doubt myself, but I don't need other people you know, kind of introducing that kind of stuff. So choosing um, your company wisely. Absolutely. Or yeah. just keeping your blinders on that's mm -hmm. to me that's really like really what it was you were like i fuck still was what anyone yeah even the good yeah even probably the good things you're like even that, i don't even know if i believe that but yeah like, i'm <laughs> on this yeah and you had to just like have it, yeah it reminds focus. me of like the jimmy Iovine shit as far as like why horses have blinders on like when they're racing because it's like you got you're racing and there's to the too much going finish. on like and like you got the the crowd and the this and the yeah that and the Instagram and then one person posts this and it's just like, dude, there's just too much going on. Oh, don't, don't get me started about like the facade oh. of Instagram. Oh. <laughs> Such a facade. Yeah. Oh man. People will make you think they're balling. I just took a break <laughs> a couple weeks ago and it was great. Oh, I'm, yeah. I, if I didn't I've have to run this goddamn <laughs> one more time podcast page, I would be peace the fuck out. Yeah. For real. I'm tapped. I just, dude, I saw so many people repost the Jonah Hill thing of like, oh, what if Instagram closed the yeah. other day? And, and, Mm -hmm. I saw like 20 people's stories. I'm like, man, we're all going through it. Or like, what, <laughs> what in the world? Like, right. Why is everyone reposting this? Why is this like so relatable? That's but, crazy. Um, I think that's like the most important thing that I would say is like you said, just kind of keeping the blinders on and, you know, defining your focus. What about yeah. like real, like tax actual moves that you made? Oh yeah. Uh, the whole internship thing. I mean, what in the world? It's calling I, every studio. Yeah. But like really being there, you know, not just, oh, I'm going to so, intern in the studio. So like that like, led to, dude, every, Oh my gosh. Like, like clients and a thousand. And then like valuable engineers, like homies that I can call up and be like, Hey dude, how do uh, I tell do? me about C4? Tell me about C6. Like, what does that plugin do? You know? Or oh like, wow. Mm -hmm. Like I had some mentors almost. Yeah, absolutely. Like mentors. Um, shout out Nikki Pabone. Um, Jack Harlow's engineer. Nikki. We'd love, love to have, have you on, on the podcast. podcast my Nikki, friend. you're a real one. I like one of the first days him and AJ ruined my record. Um, we're talking out in the hallway mean street. And AJ is another huge, notable engineer producer. He works with um, Iggy Azalea. He's worked with Playboy Cardi. Um, he's A Boogie's main engineer, that kind of stuff. Nice. But um, like just having those conversations with those kind of people, like what in the world? That, That's that, crazy. That like inspiration it gives you, you're just like, oh, whoa, okay. I can do I this. I can do this, yeah. And, and too, like without that, if I'm just sitting at home like making beats in my little apartment, yeah, dude, it's, it's like it just feels like a dead end road and you're like, what am I doing? Like I'm not... There's no hope to this, but I think being, again, being up at the studios and meeting people and actually being a real person, not being this robot intern or mm -hmm. just trying to suck up to everybody like, oh, hey, dude, like, let me send you beats for Cardi right, or right. da 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 Like, I, you know, I could have played that card and be like, hey, bro, like, let me, let me send beats to Wiz Khalifa or da 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 Like, 
you know, all of these big artists I'm meeting and it's just like, no, that's not, that's not how it's going to happen. No, it always happens when the artists just ask you themselves or, yeah. you know, the, the thing just kind of like works out the way it's supposed to. So you got to provide value first before you just come in asking for value. Exactly. And too, it's like, they don't even know you. Yeah. Like, yeah. dude, what? And it's like, naturally, you're not just going to like do a favor. Here for you go, bro. Yeah. Like who's yeah. this random? Like people what? are fucked up in their mind thinking of how this is actually yeah. playing out in someone yeah. else's mind. But still like, that's a huge valuable tip is like, play your cards, right? Just stay down. Cause if you do get too impatient, you start being thirsty, desperate, that shit reeks. Like and people that, can that smell that shit from a mile away. It's like yeah, it's this ridiculous. guy needs too much from me. Like, uh, uh-uh. like, and it's so letting things come to you me. and like attracting the people you want to be around by just like you said, being a real fucking human. People Seriously. are literally like not humans. Yeah, that's crazy. Or like man. telling them like, hey, dude, I'm kind of struggling. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, how did you get past this point? And he's like, oh yeah, dude. You know, of course. Like, I had that. I had that day yesterday, and I'm like, what? But you have thirty plaques, or you have. You have the hottest song on the freaking billboards. Like, mm. what? Why? Why did you feel this way? And it's like, oh, okay, wow. Yeah. This happens to everybody on yes. every level of the totem pole. Yes. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, so you mentioned money that it's not like an overnight success thing. Oh yeah. Like clearly, you've been grinding no it out. Way. You've been patient. Obviously, you've you've built you know a sustainable career in music so far. I would say, but yeah, there was a point though when you were down bad, like bro, you were like struggling down, down bad. You were down like, bad. Like you were, you were stressing over money. Oh yeah. You dude. were, you know, you, you were sitting around a, a brunch or something with your homie, I think. And y'all were talking about like, what jobs should I take? Like you were thinking I, of like, I was like, what Target, were some of those random like, jobs? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like bro, no, I'm, I'm what were some of those guitar random center. ones? Shout out guitar center. I'm never working there. So what were some of the other jobs for real that you had like, pondered like shit I, I can't do like dude it's not I, working like Publix I was like oh I could do like groceries or I don't know like being a bartender it's like just I don't know I don't know a thing about alcohol but I'm like I'm gonna I'm figure this out like this let's just like contemplating bartending school I don't like, know how to make I, a Manhattan bro I don't how know do you make a like, Manhattan? I don't even know <laughs> but it's crazy once you're at your lowest point you I mean it's survival mode it's like what else am I gonna do and I literally watch my bank account go like meow, meow, like completely mm. drain all the way down um you know because the internship Keep in mind, it's unpaid. Unpaid Like what? Yep. You're so, oh man, that yeah. really messes with your head too. You're just kind of like, what? you just worked 12 hours. Oh dude, like <laughs> at least 12, like 12 hours was the minimum. How many dollars came into my account? Negative None. 20 for lunch and, and dinner. <laughs> and that's where all those like comments come in where it's like, bro, what are you doing? Or like, yeah, my parents are like, oh, I might need to think about anything about target or like <laughs> pet smarts hiring like i'm what i'm not doing that like yeah. picture mileage, yeah, your parents still don't get it smart huh? they, they like still I don't get swear it to god they don't no. believe that you're still my mom like, asked me i love you mother wherever you are <laughs> shout out robin shout out robin <laughs> she asked me when am, when are you getting a real job yeah like i think like two or three months still ago, to bro. The, like for those that don't know mileage do get need? to know him like he's Built a successful recording, mixing, producing business for himself. Yeah. And it is still one of those things where, like, your own loved ones, like, still don't necessarily. How's your 401k doing? You know, like, yeah. yeah. And then it's like, okay, I don't have life insurance and I don't have health insurance and all these <laughs> other things. But it's like, you know, is that what we live life for is to have these comfortable things or to just make us feel like, oh, I'm secure and like this. And I'm like, no, this is, this is not the point. Like, you got to. I, don't know, I always feel like I need to do more. Have you ever told her like, "Mom, you let me have all these sessions back in the day. You're so supportive." Exactly. Like, what did yeah, you I'm think like, was going to happen? Like, I'm <laughs> in such it now. an enabler, mom. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, so I you know. built, like I said, this you know 
sustainable, dedicated clientele base, I would oh, say. Oh, yeah, absolutely. People Shout have, have described it like they want to work with you. They come back again and again and again to work with you. Why do you think it is? What, what, what about working with you do you think makes them feel you know, comfortable and that they want to co- come back? I mean, I think the most important thing is like reliability, just because, I mean, it's me- definitely in the rap industry especially, but- you know, I've heard so many horror stories of like, oh, dude, the, the engineer didn't send me the session or like, oh, he was late or the engineer fell asleep during during mm. the middle of my take. And I'm like, oh, shit, <laughs> like, really? Like, but I mean, that's that's just like the culture we live in is everyone's like, yeah, bro, I know how to record. I'm an engineer. I'm yeah. like, no, you're not. No, you're not. Like, what? <laughs> like, bro, I, I studied this. Yes. And like, that doesn't necessarily make me an engineer, but it's like, bro, I've I've sat there and recorded someone for at least 10,000 hours for Pete's sake. Like, yeah. Yeah. shout out Pete for that. But like, <laughs> my gosh, whoever, whoever Pete's sake, sake is, but dude, it's like, this is ridiculous. Why, why can't we, why can't we understand that reliability first off and then like doing business the right way, you know, cause yeah. so many people are like so unprofessional with things. Being and, professional, I think is, yeah. Yeah. Main. I think that's another huge thing. And then too, like, oh, what are you bringing to the table instead of just, some artists, obviously, all you got to do is press record and it's a done done deal. They're happy. They love it. It's it's great. But I love like being able to provide input of like, oh, dude, you should add a harmony to that. They're like, yep. Dang, bro. Like, I don't sing, bro. I'm like, yeah, you do. Just like, just sing it on top. It's going to sound Let crazy. Let me press this like, button. Now sing. Like, watch. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> or, or like the littlest things are, oh, completely taking the turn this way and making the song go that way, whatever. Like, there's so many little things that I think kind of just happen naturally in a session and they're like, Oh, okay. I like this. Cause the other guy didn't do that or, or whatever. And I think the best part is like, you know, just getting that one chance to record someone. All I need is like 30 minutes or an hour. And then they're like, Oh, okay. It makes sense. You know, or they're at least like convinced of, oh, okay, this is, this is worth my time, worth my money. Um, cause yeah. ultimately too, it's like people are investing their money and time into you. It's like, even screw the money. It's like, I'm investing my time with you. So for me, if I'm an artist, I don't want to sit there and like spend an hour session with someone and be like, damn, bro, this has been a waste. Or like, oh, yeah. This, like I haven't yeah. gotten anything done. Like, what is the point of M- this? Music is funny in that way because an artist literally has to rely on somebody to like get their art off. It's like, imagine if a painter had to like hire a guy to like hold to his hold hands or, yeah, or like, something. They don't need anyone to like, and like they rely on you. Yeah. This is their art. Yeah, and then to your hands. like we live. Yeah, in, like to refill the paint in the little uh, like thing that you dip the <laughs> yeah. paint in, or the, or the paintbrush in. Like, That's what if that dude duty. fell asleep? What if that dude fell asleep? He'd be you're just waiting on, wait, waiting on your paint. You'd be so like. Dude, that's that's a great illustration. I'm like, I could see the whole thing in my right? head. I love that. <laughs> I think like we live in the time too, where so many people are like, oh, I, I'm I can just record myself. I'm like, yeah, you can, but it's so isn't it so nice to like have someone to just do it for you? Like, yeah. it's like sure you can drive you know the car for yourself, but isn't it nice to like have an Uber driver like pick you up or you're getting picked up in the the black truck, the SUV? Like, and they're better. It's than amazing. You yeah, it. and you, you can <laughs> you can just sit back and relax and be like, oh man, this yeah. is. Ah, this is cozy. This is nice. I don't have to press and focus on what you want to focus exactly. on. Like you go ham and, and sing yeah, like you sing and Hey, let me do this. Like if you have to worry about like the nuts and bolts of like recording yourself and making the music and actually doing good takes, it's and, just like, taxing. Yeah. It's yeah. like, Oh man. And two, it's so like, I never thought I'm, about it that way. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I know so many people that record themselves too. And it's a great tool to have as well. But once you realize the importance of an, of an amazing engineer and producer, 
what? Like, duh, yeah. you're going to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I need him. I definitely recommend every artist have a way to record themselves and record oh, for the sure. shit out of themselves all the time. But record, if you record four or five songs and one or two of them is like, yo, this one's really good, then you can bring that to yeah, an engineer exactly. and, take and it, it can, to the next level. Exactly. Yeah, and I think, too, like, that's the most important part of, like, the home setup is capture that lightning when it strikes. Yes, Cause if not, ugh, yes, you're not going to be in that zone. Like, oh, yo, I just capture came up with the a song. lightning when it strikes. Cause if it might be a sunny day when you go to the studio. One more time, one, one, one more time. So on the one more time podcast, we feel like an That's artist has one. dropped a gem. We and ask that they say it one more time. Just kind of summarize that. And you've actually had a lot. But this is the one first more time. one. Capture the lightning when it strikes. Oh! No, but it's it's so true because I mean, shit. We even talked with. Amelia about this, who you oh, work yeah, with. Yeah, that I was watched, one of the. I watched the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Fire. Yeah. Voice she, notes. She's amazing. Fire. Just the voice being notes. able that's, to. That's what I was going to touch on next. Yeah, yeah. Just being able to make sure you don't lose that inspiration. Yes. Because that oh. shit comes from like all different directions. Everywhere. Yeah. She said, you know. She's trying the, to sleep and then. Yeah, for like, the lyrics oh. for, you know, yeah. Solo yeah. Cup. Yeah, that's a good which, melody. You know, yeah. 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 For Solo Cup, which is the song that's going crazy right now for her those lyrics just got like zapped into her brain by the fucking lyric gods. And if she wouldn't have been able to, you know, if you're not ready to receive it. Yeah. You know, like I said, you have a very, I would say dedicated clientele. Absolutely. They, they love, love to work with you. The real ones. You, you know, you know, definitely have, have built this, you know, strong connection with them. Most recently, I would say you've been tapped in with light skin Keisha. Yeah. Shout out Keisha. <laughs> Shout out Keisha. I, 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 I think you recorded the whole last project. Yeah. I th- and I'm, it was every song or, except one. Okay. Um, shout out Trey Tracks for the other recording. <laughs> uh, he kind of like handed the baton to me to start recording okay. and stuff. Sure. And nice. It's cool how it all, dude. Yeah. That, that yeah how did that relationship wild. happen? It's a beautiful story. Let's so it. I'm like, get it. it's nice to like have it officially cleared up because I think On the so record. many people, yeah, so many people are like, oh, well. I think maybe it was this or maybe it was that, but um, oh, there's so, rumors about it. We're clearing them up Let, right now. I mean, <laughs> I, I heard one version of it. Yeah, I'm like, oh, there's probably not. Let's get it from the horse's but, mouth. Yeah, facts. Okay, um, Did you just call him a horse <laughs> for Pete's sake. Yeah, for Pete. <laughs> shout out Pete again. <laughs> you know, Pete has made his way into this podcast this, this way too many times. <laughs> Pete, we'd love to have you on the podcast. <laughs> yes, we would. Pete, um, fucking a. Oh my god. <laughs> So tell so, us the story. I know. Light skin like, oh Keisha. Because now, like, people don't even care. They're like, bro. Like, <laughs> no, they're, they're still tuned in. They're still with yeah, us. Yeah, they, they just clicked right? click away. Yeah, you're here. Yeah. Um, so, I can yeah. see the YouTube analytics dropping I off. Know, bro. <laughs> I saw it too. Like, <laughs> right at the Pete's sake. No, I'll just edit that boring they're shit. They're like, out. bro, they said Pete's sake again. Oh my gosh. <laughs> These losers. This kid. <laughs> Take him back to Savannah. Yeah. Um, so. It all happened. I have to introduce the Coca Vango story to then introduce her. Yep. Because Shout out Coca Vango. Shout dating. out. Shout out Coca. He's he's an amazing artist and such a real, just a real guy that we can we can talk about anything really. Nice. Um, I'm sitting recording one of my friends, um, and he's like, "Oh yeah, bro, I'm gonna put some people on you." And anyways, he introduced me to somebody, um, and I had my first session with him. This like a week or so later, and I was like, "Oh okay, cool. This referral confirmed. Like it actually worked." Um, so I'm sitting there recording with him and, you know, we're like 30 minutes in or an hour in or something, you know, everything's going well. I'm like, all right, you know, another session kind of, kind of going through the motion with things. Um, and randomly he gets like a phone call in the middle of one of the takes. Um, and I don't know, this, this kind of stuff like happens all the time, but I'm like sitting there, like kind of waiting on him and, you know, he's like talking and I have no idea who he's talking to or whatever. And he's like, oh yeah, yeah. Like, can I pull up? And he's like, oh yeah. Um, he asked me real quick. He's like, oh, can my bro pull up? I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. 
But it's like, it's the same thing. It's like, all right, introducing someone into your house, just met the guy. I'm like, uh, whatever. Like, I'm always just like down for whatever. So I'm like, oh yeah, it's like it's not going to be any problems or whatever. So, um, anyways, it wasn't just one person. It was like four or five people. Of course. Of course. It never, did it's this never happen, just, did this happen at your parents' house though? No, this was up here. In no, but I'm saying not this specific. Oh but yeah. This- yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm like, bro, Were you, you a little more cautious then. Uh, definitely. Because like, okay, I barely know you, homie. Like you can't. Like, yeah. And, and two, it's like, bro, you booked an hour session and you're, you're, it's like, how like, quick are they, are they in the building? Like, Do they live in like, this bro, complex? by the time they get here, your session's going to be over. Like yeah. I, I don't know, but it's always nice, you know, to meet more people. And, and again, the opening, yeah. the connection where it's like, all right, sure. Yeah. Whatever. Cause if you just be weird about it, like, oh no, they, they can't come. Like it can you never know who you're, who you're going to meet. Yeah. And like, that would just be weird too. I'm like, no, I would, I wouldn't want like, it's like, dude, he's paying to be here. Like, let him just have his friend over. It doesn't matter. So anyways, the friend comes in and, um, I like kind of recognized him, but I was like, I don't really know exactly. And I was Coca Vango that day. Um, and still this is like, bro, I had maybe like six clients at the time. It's like so fresh to Atlanta. This is like mid quarantine. Um, down bad, struggling, thinking about the Target jobs. Yeah, like all the Publix. studios were closed. I was thinking about Target, Publix, and then I meet Coca Vango, and it was like, oh, this is like the silver lining magically just like popped in, and um, yeah, like rejuvenated you. Yeah, because you know they're kind of like sitting back, and him and his manager are like sitting back there, and uh, like two other friends, um, and you know they're kind of like questioning me, like, oh, so like who've you recorded? Right. What have you mixed? Like, yeah. da, 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 le, like, let's hear something. What's your and credentials? I, yeah. And I was just like, uh, you know, and it wasn't like in a bad way. They're not like putting me on the spot. Um, cause I've been put on the spot kind of in like in a more aggressive way. And I'm just kind of like, Ooh, yikes. This mm-hmm. is, this is like a little more pressure, but you know, they're just like genuinely curious. And I played them some stuff and they're like, Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you hard, you hard. I'm like, mm, thanks. Whatever. You know? Cause I don't know. People say that and same thing next, you know, it just, you, you hear it all yeah. the time or it's the not, phrase that's hard could literally mean anything <laughs> from I fucking hate this to I fucking love this or yeah. anything in between. <laughs> like, That's hard. And it is varies. The most general state. It doesn't mean anything. Because one second they, they think it's amazing and the next they don't. But um, anyways, like that whole thing ended, ended up that one day introduced to him. Uh, he started coming around a couple other times um, in two or three other my other friends' sessions. And like, you know, we slowly developed a relationship just like talking, nothing crazy. And then finally he like records his first song over there with me and, and he hears it and he's like, Oh yeah. Like this I'm going to be coming here like way more. And I'm yeah. again, same thing. He could, or he couldn't like, I don't really know exactly what's going to happen, but geez, bro. Like fast forward, this man was over every, like calling me like, Hey bro, I need to record, <laughs> bro. I need to record. Like, I swear I got to get in. Da, da, da. And I'm just like, freak. Like I already have these other guys coming. Like, uh, you know, I'm like making it work. And this is before I had like my scheduling bro, app, which yeah. Like changed my life. Relatable. Oh, you had a but, scheduling app. Yeah, I need to get on that. Ding. Yeah, another ding. You ding. Do. Like, oh. hello. Um, Acuity use the scheduling. Acuity app. scheduling changed my life. Acuity. Yeah. Interesting. Like, so Squarespace makes it. Um, okay. But that just, I literally can go to bed, wake up. Oh, some like three sessions got booked the rest of the week. Wow. This is dope. I didn't yeah. do anything. I didn't have to have a conversation. Do they pay like, on there too? Yeah, they, they have a deposit? deposit everything. Yeah, love that. So, Bro, Jesus. And I have like a little Big prompt that'll it'll it'll ask like their Instagram, and I get their number and their email. So I'm like, you know, gathering all that information. Yeah. Um, and dude, it's man, it's so much better. But anyways, like, but at the time, whenever Coca hit me up, I'm just like, oh, it almost stressed me out to a certain point where I'm like, 
You feel like you have I'm to. I'm like, dang, like, this man's like, hit me up again. Like, yeah. bro, we just recorded last night for seven hours. <laughs> like, you need me again? Yeah. But he's like, bro, I, I got one. I got one. I need <laughs> this project, this project, this project. And this man's like, anyone that knows him, he's always working on something like in, in the best way ever because he's just such like a workhorse, workhorse with everything. But um, anyways, like we developed a super solid relationship and same thing. He brought up the Keisha thing eventually. and um, So they're friends. Yeah. Yeah. More than friends. Oh. They might be getting married soon. That'd be lit. <laughs> Shout out to them. Yeah. I, heard, I, I, I hope they get married. Did you just leak? I hope they get married. No. Did you just leak light skin Keisha? I don't know. It's I don't getting know. married. One more time exclusive. Coca, we'd love we to have, have you on, on the podcast, podcast, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, propose, motherfucker. Do it. <laughs> She's the one. Eventually. Yeah, I think. Like, I don't know. She's the one. Definitely. <laughs> they're, they're amazing. Keisha, together. you're the one. Yeah. <laughs> facts. Remember that. Yeah. Um, you heard so, it from mileage here first. I said it, so like whatever. Damn, it's there it is. so cool that again one one door led to him, then him led to that, and you know like once once I met with her, um, I originally just got brought on to like mix their mix her album because he's like, bro, I love the way you mix my stuff, mm-hmm. da, 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 da. and I'm thinking in my head like, really? Like okay, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> like I don't know. I'm like I'm confident in my stuff too, but once you have like someone to is actually doing something with music. That's, and, yeah. You know, like that's, that's reached a certain degree yeah, of success. Like a celebrity stuff. Yeah. All that stuff. You're like, Oh, okay. Cause again, it's gotta having, feel good. Yeah, it definitely does. And yeah. again, having like your friends tell you, it feels amazing. But once it's the credible source or, you know, a big engineer, big producer is yeah. like, Oh bro, this, like your quality is crazy. It's, it's like, validating. Oh, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. So <laughs> Keisha, you were going to mix the project and then I mix it. You do. Okay. Um, I had to go to Doppler um, to mix it. And it was kind of funny because I felt like someone was like on my shoulder the whole time being like, Kenny. Was someone mix? there? It's like, yeah, I had, um, I think it was like two or three A&Rs there. That was, that um, was stressed me out, bro. Yeah. I hate having a bunch of people around when I mix. But like, it, it wasn't the entire time. But I think, again, it's like, all right, we don't even know this kid. Like, who is this kid yeah. just coming in and. All I had was Did dodging you come in like bright-eyed and bushy-tailed though. Were you like, I'm yeah. here to mix the Keisha uh, exactly. project. Like literally, and they're probably like, what? Like, oh, you're the guy? What? Like, exactly. and, and literally, literally, all I had- like Robin Thicke. Bro, all I had going for me, I had no credits. They're just like, no, uh, Coca vouch for me. Like, oh, At whatever. some point, someone has to trust. Oh, yeah. exactly. I mean, everyone had their everyone first- Everyone started somewhere. Ta- yeah, exactly. No, no one had a resume before, before yeah. the first one. I mean, exactly, but bro. it's funny and to think, you know, it's like interesting to think but about. But no, the bright-eyed bushy-tailed for sure. It was like- this is so like he's way mixing. too happy to be mixing these and you like yeah it's like what i mean i, I wasn't like overly ooh, but no, it was just like i, <laughs> I just but like inside you were inside. yeah i was I'm like doing oh. i'm doing it yeah <laughs> yeah it's like, boost here yeah Cut it's like there. maybe maybe i'm overdoing it like i don't even know and luckily everyone was like oh wow this this is actually really good I'm like oh thank goodness because yeah. if it wasn't all right maybe i'm not a mixing engineer here's like, a question i'm gonna stick to beats when you were mixing it are, were you doing any type of moves that might be considered production? Because I find myself doing that all oh, the time. Oh, yeah. Production. Definitely. Moves, right? and, and like that's that's what was so fun, though, is the whole process. I'm sitting there uh, with Trey Tracks, who's like another one of her like main producer, engineer. And um, I mean, he's worked with like all other kind of artists, like mainly Saucy Santana and Mulatto. And we're sitting there and he's like, oh, yeah, you got to drop it at this part. And, you know, we're kind of like sitting on the mixes we did the day before and then come back and he's like, oh, bro, we need to we need to bring in this cool reverse reverb thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, we, we were both like kind of throwing our own sauce tricks into it. And, yeah. you know, it's like no credit, like, oh, I thought of this reverse reverb. It's like, right. bro, who cares? Like, who cares who's doing what? But for me, that was the first time I got to like mix with somebody too. So it was a, a lot of fun. It's like, you know, I'm doing like the technical nerdy stuff. And then, you know, he's coming in and being like, oh, 
drop, like cut the beat here, do this, do that. Or, Oh, we need to filter this thing or, you know, like all those little kind of things. And you know, he's like approving or disproving my decisions too. Cause he's the one that's worked with her for like two, three years. And he's like, bro, she's not going to like that. Or, Oh, Oh, that's fire. Like, I'm glad you thought of that, you know, or or whatever. So I don't know. It's just like, it's a lot of fun to like involve collaborative mixing. Um, that's something like Alex Dume talked about recently, um, probably within the past year or two. And he's just like, always talked about like, Oh yeah, it's amazing to have three or four pairs of ears of the best engineers in the world working on the same song. Like, yeah, sure. Why not? Why are we like, Oh, I have to be the one that makes this song. It's like, bro, who cares who mixed it? Like, does the song sound amazing or yeah. like what you're providing and what I'm providing? That's a superpower now. Like we just took it to 12. Yeah. So we're taking it to 10. Yeah. If the people, I feel like if the people were there listening with like production kind of ears and we're actually listening for stuff to make the song better then it would make me a lot more comfortable than just literally have people like smoking blunts and playing pool behind me. You know yeah, I mean? exactly. So that like, that was the best part is again, the pressure, it was more so of like my own pressure of it, but then the same thing of like, Ooh, I've never like had someone really sit there and watch me mix. Yeah. Cause I, again, they're probably just like, what is he doing? Or like, is he actually Why'd you click that? that? Like, yeah. <laughs> Why'd you click that? Or like, geez, this one song is taking him forever. I'm like, <laughs> Well, it's not my fault. It's taking forever. Like, yeah, the producer was muddy as hell. Me, the <laughs> producer should have sent me the stems, but whatever. Oh, that's oh, the worst. God, <laughs> two track mix. I'm, like, I'm just make bro the whole thing. Everything. No, like literally, almost everything I mix is two track mix. No, <laughs> even even for like huge artists, no. it's so matter. common, bro. It's, it's, it's wild, annoyingly common. Yo, bro. but hate, you I just make it. it work. We just like, we just leaked some like we secret just dirty. Shade. Song, yeah. Like, all y'all big ass artists got your two track mixes done. You fucking fraud. And are they still MP3s? Hitting. Are you at least getting the wave? Bro, of no, the beats, never, <laughs> never. That's a wave. Foul. I'm like, what is a wave? That's like, from so, producers, no. So, so her most recent project, though. So you mix this first one. Yeah. Clearly, she starts trusting you. To and the I got point to where record like, her. And okay, like, so then yes. you start recording her. Because that to me is like, bro, there's something about recording someone where it's like, oh, wait, you're actually like involved in the process. It's more intimate. You, you just came up with the hook. Like what? I, I'm literally like, we're, we're just like spitting words out, whatever. And then they're like, oh yeah, yeah, that's hard. And oh, we should make this like a chant song. And then that's where the whole, you know, FDH song kind of came about. And like so many Yeah, other- let's play a snippet from that one. Oh yeah. That's you, right? Yeah. yeah that's yeah. your production? Yeah. And recorded it. Everything, recorded like, it, produced it, mixed it too. But it was fun, you know, just like sitting there to help be a part of the, the songwriting yeah, process that's awesome. too. And, yeah, um, let's play a snippet from a lot that. Of fun. FDH by uh, Light Skin Keisha. So that was a snippet from FDH. Yes, sir. By Light Skin Keisha. Produced by Mileage. (laughs) Mixed by Mileage. Recorded by Mileage. Yeah. Everything by Mileage. Facts. And co-written by Jerome Street. Okay. Shout out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, So so obviously, you know, I kind of just mentioned the Holy Trinity, right? We got recording. We got mixing and producing. So what would you say? You know, you kind of laughed at your mixing, but like, what would you say your strongest suit is? Of the Oof, three. I'm like, I should not have laughed at my mixing. Mm. But at, like at the time I was laughing okay, at, at my mixing. At the time. You know, because I've never, 
I don't know. I'm just, I'm mixing the songs and, you know, I'm kind of like, it was more the imposter syndrome. It, yeah. It's, of a, it it's all. a lot more of that. And not it's not so thing. much like your mixes. It's are the trash. same thing with your beats where it's like, I don't know. Like, is this fire? So what you do think you feel good? most confident in though of the three? Oh bro. Everything now. Of course. I'm, I'm speaking on old, old me. Sure. But I'm speaking on now you, what would you feel your strongest suit is? Producing. Producing. And again, producing, I don't mean beat making, I mean producing. Actual sure. producing. Like understanding. We get it. Oh, we how, get it. We talk yeah. about this all the time. But like, there's a difference, you know? There's certain people. What oh, would you say the biggest, beats, what would you oh, say the biggest difference is? If you, if you had to sum up the difference between beat maker and producer, what would you say? Because we had a whole um, episode on it. Check it out. I think it's episode like For eight first 10. or nine. Yeah. I need to, I'm gonna go watch them. Well, I mean, dude, verse dude, we're on 24 now. He mentioned I'm old. I can't remember what. But episode that's crazy. Eight I'm or 24. Nine we're on 24. That's perfect. Kobe, man. go. That's why man. we invited you. That's. But yeah. So, so if you had to sum up the difference, you know, what would you say? Uh, to me, definitely producing is understanding the song as a whole, and what lyrics need to go here, and the way the song needs to be arranged, and all that kind of stuff. Whereas, you know, beat making is sitting there making your beat and kind of calling it a day, and you're not seeing the the song being made at the you know the next step of the process because the whole point of making a beat is Bro. all right this beat yeah. is being made to then get an artist on it you know unless it's going to be on an instrumental album or it's just going to sit on the background of like an ad or, or whatever which you know that all that stuff's amazing shout like out sync placements, yeah. all that kind of shout stuff out sync. that's a whole nother bag but um you know producing is like that it's the stepping stone to get to okay now we need to make the song you know, and, yeah, and to me, beat, it's always that's more important is the song, not the beat. Beat making is songwriting. You're writing the music for a song the same way you write lyrics for a song. Producing a song is taking what's been written and putting it all together and getting it into a final product. Every step after the parts have been written is the actual producing. And a lot of beat makers are not present for that part. And they exactly. claim to be producers and Nah, you emailed it's the confusing. beat yeah. to the artist so, and, and that was and it. And like, it's amazing. You can still, <laughs> you know, get a whole song made with someone just through an email. That's like, that's so yeah. great that we that's don't wild. have to rely on that. Whereas that's like yeah. back in the wild. day, the only way to get a song with someone was like, you had to be there in person. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, I had a song with someone. So it's like, dude, they're across the country. There's no way you yeah. were in LA with them. Yeah. But, oh, my email was, you know, right. like that's- so, that's So amazing. how do you balance the pursuit of all three though, right? And where do you see yourself- I, I'm assuming producing based on what you said, but is that where you're wanting to head? Definitely. Yeah. And I think, I think it all just kind of depends, like you said, how your daily routine set up. So for me, I don't have like a set time of, Oh, I'm going to make beats at, you know, 10 AM and, and then I'm going to mix at 11 and whatever. It's like, you know, I kind of have to like fluctuate and always be fluid with everything. Um, Cause you know, rappers are late to sessions. You could have an extra oh, yeah. 30 minutes <laughs> where, Oh, Am I just going to sit here and like not do anything or, oh, okay, this is the perfect time to just cook up. Like I might as yeah. well, you know, and, and you know, that artist coming in they're they don't have any beats ready. So I'm going to just cook up for them. Like might as well. And mm -hmm. again, if they use it, they don't use it. But I think it's like literally using every, like trying to allot your time as best you can to step towards that goal and, and knowing, okay, it's probably going to take, take some time and some luck and all these things like got to add up. Cause you can't just become the next Pharrell overnight or the next, you know, murder Tume Beats Kenny, or yeah, whoever. any of them. Yeah. And yeah. same with the mixing engineer stuff, yeah. but at least all of it is to me, you know, if it, as long as I'm like pushing myself towards it a little bit closer every day, then I'm cool with that. You know? Do you want to like, do you see yourself doing less recording, less mixing in, in a perfect world? Definitely. So I, 
Dude, and, you guys are the same but person. Like, <laughs> it's kind of annoying. It's bad to be like, oh, I'm not trying to record. It's like, no, but I, I recently like made a shift in my rates and everything. And, and I think like I, I literally, I did that on purpose just to like, bro, I'm not trying to record for 12 hours every single day. Dude, he gets it. Times six. I'll like, record and mix for artists that I'm producing. I'm hyped to do that. I don't need to stop mixing and recording all the time, but I'm transitioning away from relying oh, on yeah. recording sessions and mixing and mastering as my only source of income. Of course, because it's just, I don't, I'm not doing this for income. Like, I hate that I yes. have to do it for income. Yes. You know, because I, I, don't, I don't work at Target. I don't work at PetSmart. I don't, <laughs> I don't have rich parents that are just dumping me money every day. Like, yes. I hate when people think that kind of stuff, just like, you're just magically getting funds or like, oh, he got this place. I'm like, bro, no, this is all my money. Like I worked for everything I have. Yeah. And I think that's the best, like, that's the best feeling ever is when you're like, oh, I deserve to have what I have because I worked for it, you know? Yeah. It didn't just happen by luck or I didn't yes. just, oh, he got lucky with that placement or, oh, he just did it. I'm like, no, nah, dude, that, like, that doesn't exist yeah. in my mind, like with everything that I've done. Um, that's why we got the blinders. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And blinders are going to stay on forever because if not, it's so easy to get distracted and like lose that steam and be kind of just like, oh, I'm good. I got songs with soon. So whatever. It's like, that's not good enough. Like it doesn't yeah. really matter. And too, like I said, I'm not doing it for, oh, I need to get a song with Drake and then I'm going to quit. Like, no, that, I'm still going to be like, well, what more can I do? Or like, we can oh, make I, the next I still Drake. need that song with Justin Bieber. I still need the song with so-and-so. Like there's so many like more widespread things that I want to do. Um, and that's why I think producing is like the best way. Cause you can encompass it all into like yes. different ways. Um, yes. You know, as opposed to like when I'm sitting there just recording, I'm like, man, I can like, I can do so much more than this. Cause, yes. cause you're kind of like, you limited. Got, like itch. you're limited. Yeah. All you're yeah. crawling out certain of your skin. People, all you feeling. do is press record and it's like, all right, bet I can do that. But <clears throat> it's like that dang, fucking bro, snare like, though. Like I gotta, <sighs> I know. Or I'm like it's the oh, worst snare beat, ever. Like, Oh, yeah. It's not even a good beat. Like, <laughs> it just makes you cringe, bro. Yeah. And with the way producing too, I hate beating it to death like that where, bro, you got to make beats every day. It's like, who who cares how many beats I made yesterday? Did it like, what did I do with that beat? Did I get so-and-so on it or did it just sit on my computer and rot for a year? Yeah, Cause if make it just, 10 beats if it a day, just, but if you don't do anything with them, it's like, congratulations, you got a full hard drive and that's it. <laughs> yeah, and it, and it doesn't really matter because again, like I said earlier, it's a stepping stone this beat is just kind of like, it's yeah. just a beat at the end of the day. So you mentioned having your blinders on. You better put your fucking blinders on for this last segment of the oh, One More Time Podcast. I know, shit. I know this, is the, this is the last. You've made it, my friend. Thank goodness. No. You're familiar you, with the rapid fire you, rampage. Oh, yeah. You can't relax just yet. I'm not relaxed. We're good. Everyone thinks that, oh man, it's almost over. And then boom, boom. the rapid fire rampage hits yeah. you in the fucking face. <laughs> Henry, where we at, dog? We're at the Rapid Fire Rampage with Mr. Mileage, episode 24. So you already know how this works, but I'll explain it for anyone that might be tapping in for the first I'm time. I'm ready. Three-part Rampage. Going to hit you with some short answer questions. Get some water. This is your chance. Uh-oh. We're going to do some this or that, and we're going to do a word association. Hit you with a word. and hit me with one word back. I don't have to say anything more than that. I think we can jump right into it, yeah? Starting off with my classic question, which, and we haven't actually tapped into like the type of music you actually like, so I'm interested in Oh, yeah, what? Two of your, two of your top five artists or bands. so much good conversation going. You know? two, of my, two of my top five. Give us two of your top five artists or bands of all time. Future in the 1975. Give us two of your favorite tempos to produce in. 160. Sure, classic. And 
150. Yeah. Trap. Yeah, that's that's the current like that's where we're at right now. That's that's what it is right that's now. So my templates at too. How many post-it notes could fit in a standard size refrigerator? 50,000. It's January 2012. You've been hired as the CEO of Blockbuster. How do you save the company? Bring back VHSs. <laughs> Bring them back. You're hosting a dinner party. And you can invite any three people, alive or dead. Who are they? Mm, Michael Jordan. Ooh, mm. nice one. That would be awesome. Uh, Kurt Cobain. Okay. Mm. Get a little insight from him. And like George Washington or like someone, someone like super that racist old. historical figure. <laughs> <laughs> that like, just to like have it randomly, sleep? like he, it would be us. And we're he just might like, be a little yo, confused like, as to why Michael Jordan's sitting at the table with <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> Just saying. That's rough. Yeah. Just saying. That's rough. Oh, man. Shout out George. Shout out George. <laughs> Just like the randomness. <laughs> You'd be like, why is he here? In 10 seconds or less, describe music to a deaf person. The only thing you can feel outside of human touch. If you were one part of this bicycle, which part would you be? Uh, I'd be the handlebars. Because you... Yeah, you take it and take the song in the direction. I see what you're doing. The control. It's very metaphorical. On a scale of one to ten, how weird do you think you are? I'm a good six. It's a healthy, healthy amount of weird. How do you like some your eggs? A seven. Oh, oh, seven on some days. Uh, definitely scrambled. Scrambled. Part one of the rampage. I have a little uh, special something for part two here. The trap. Jack Black. That's right. So for the this or that, part two, just because people have always described us as being very similar. I've underlined the, uh, my choices and, uh, uh, depending on what you pick, I might either give you, you're like, uh, we're the same. Yeah. Uh, if, if it's the same that I would have picked, I'll give you this. And if it's not, I'm going to give you Bruh. Bruh. that one <laughs> just to see how we kind of line up. Bruh. Rapid fire rampage part two with mileage episode 24. Here we go. Rampage! Melodies or drums? Drums. <laughs> Lyrics? Or flow? Flow. Two for two. Beach. Doesn't matter what you're saying all the time. <laughs> it doesn't. It's how you say it, motherfuckers. Facts. Beach house or mountain cabin? Beach house. Sorry, I don't mean to keep whispering them. No, this people, people like, like to do that in this, this segment specifically. This is how we do it. It gets real intense. Okay, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Ben. Coca-Cola or Sprite? Sprite. Bruh. <laughs> This, like this one's a layup. I just wanted to... Pro Tools or Logic? Quench, quench your thirst. Logic. Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network? Nickelodeon. Snares or claps? Claps. <laughs> Henry hates a snare. <laughs> theme park or water park? Theme park. Bruh. <laughs> Christmas or Halloween? Christmas. Bruh. Mexican food or Chinese food? Chinese. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. Jeez. What? Producing during the day or at night? Day. Bruh. <laughs> I'm an animal in the day. Tattoos or piercings? Tattoos. 
Audio or MIDI? MIDI. Bruh. <laughs> MIDI's fire. I use a lot of MIDI too. That was actually a hard one. Robots or dinosaurs? <laughs> dinosaurs. Bruh. <laughs> The, the look cooler. of disappointment on your face. <laughs> I thought we you had just that like, one. Oh, I just thought like we, we were like one. so similar, so and then sad. all of a sudden, you've been on a nope. on a losing streak the bruh, last like bruh, five. Bruh, bruh, bruh. You can save it with the last one here. Spins eight hundred eight or Zay eight hundred eight. Zay. Bruh. <laughs> oh, fail every time. Bruh, bruh, bruh. Moving on to the last part <laughs> of the, the, <laughs> the rampage. This last part will make or break your rapid fire rampage. Oh. That's all we're gonna say. So here we go. Part three, Rapid Fire Rampage with Mileage, episode 24. Mars. Space. Puppy. French Bulldog. Fear. Heights. Reverb. Too much. Ice cream. Chocolate. Cryptocurrency. Who cares? Oh, you're not the same. <laughs> you guys are not the same. I mean, if you want to build wealth. That's what just yeah. confirmed. <laughs> not everybody wants to build wealth. <clears throat> so. <laughs> I just heard so much. You can miss out on these gains. You can miss out on these gains. These gains aren't for everybody. <laughs> Choir. Angelic. Rage. Playboy Cardi. Compressor. LA2A. Classic. Rainbow. One of a kind. Hospital. Whack. Politics. Too much. Light skin. Keisha. Oh, yeah. Keisha. What a rampage. There's no other because of that. <laughs> he recovered. He recovered. Very solid there. Solid rampage. Solid rampage. I'd give it a solid. Started off shaky. That's all to give it. My favorite was the 7.5, 8. Se- 7, I think. 7? Yeah, okay. Cap it there. We'll leave okay. it to the, the comments to decide. Yeah. We'll see. Let us know. I'm going to get flamed. Drop a, one, <laughs> drop a 1 through 10 in the comments on how Mileage did on this rampage. Like, yo, he was trash. But no, <laughs> awesome episode, man. Um, For real. You know, like I said, it, it was a long time coming, I think, to, to get you on. We sure as hell haven't had enough producers and engineers on the, on the uh, podcast. It's a crime. Represent. It's a crime. It yeah. is. Yeah. It's 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 definitely you know something that we've been you know meaning to do. So appreciate you coming on. Awesome story. Really love how you know you've made a, a name for yourself here in Atlanta. I think you really are just starting to pick up steam, um, catching placements. You know, networking with the right artists. You know, making dope music. Everything I've heard you you know put out recently has been you know a one. So really really looking forward to seeing you uh, continue to grow. Thanks, appreciate man. you coming really on. Yep, yep, definitely. And Thank you guys again for having me. Definitely, man. And, and until next week, Henry, what are we doing? We're going to end the episode. We're getting the fuck out of here. Y'all be good. Until next time. Peace out. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Middle finger to the